Yo, 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 what's good, what's good? This is Dex. Queen Esther here, crowned it. And this is another episode of Complicated Discord. Welcome to, or welcome back, to our podcast. Uh, it's been a crazy week, crazy week. I know I'm here looking rough, but uh, Queen, Queen you Esther You always say here. that, you need you to stop. You just got your hair be twisted. Hold on, and you know- hold on, let me, let me hang on. I mean, listen, I'm trying to go somewhere with this. Don't ruin this for me. Uh, Queen, Queen Esther here and a few other people in my life have sat down and told me how they think I would look dignified with a beard. So I've decided to give it a try. And I'm going to welcome everyone to watch me on my beard journey. I've tried before, but after like a month, it's all getting in my mouth and my food and I get aggravated and I just shave it off. You know, nobody cares, right? But at the end, <laughs> it's okay. We're gonna, we're gonna find out Burn. anyway. Oh, that was a good one. I feel really spirited today. You know what? On deck. You know what? I feel like if I was an Instagram model talking about my ass implants, yeah, I would all give a shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm joking, bro. No, no, you said it. It's all good. No, it's the season. No, it's definitely the season. It's fall. I think I don't know what month it is because I'm not a guy. I don't have beard. <clears throat> But like no shave November. I think it's like November. So November is coming. So this is like the practice where I make sure everything's good money for your beard growth in November when it starts getting chilly. Well, no, not for you. I, I'm, I live in Florida, man. We don't, we don't get chilly. Uh, but I said not for you. But nonetheless, <laughs> practice the beard growth. But so, um, thank you for joining us today. It's October 8th. Uh, we decided to record this episode later on in the week due to the vice presidential debate that was supposed to be up or that, excuse me, I'm sorry, that was previously held. We were going to go an entire show on it, but let's be perfectly honest. It was so boring. I, I will tell you, even though Trump and, and, and Biden ain't really talk about shit, at least it was funny. It was entertaining, to say the least. Now, don't get me wrong. Both candidates, you know, made some very, very valid arguments and great points, which, which is technically what we need. What we got this time was the debate that America deserved in the first place. But we didn't get that for a presidential debate. And then The Fly was the star of this show. I mean, like you said, they made good points, but because of the seriousness of the current times, you know, a little bit of like joy or the fly Bro. being star of the show is necessary in these times. I told you, I can guarantee when um, when Pence seen that he was livid. Like, ain't nobody tell me how to fly on my goddamn head. Y'all really gonna sit here and let me sit on TV for like an hour and a half with a fly on my head? Yo, I know he was. Yes, I'd have been mad. I'd have fired everybody. No, I think he went back home and got patted on the shoulder by. Hi, daddy. Like, you did a good job. You stuck to the points, kid. Like, that's all he cared about is his boss's approval. You, you can sound like a baby Trump. And, and you can tell he was absolutely interrupting and stroking Trump's ego, to say the least. Well, I mean, he had to, you know, like, for the sake of... I mean, I get it. I get it. Was it was climatic. I will tell you. I will tell you. I'm all for the way uh, Senator Harris was putting him in his place. <laughs> vice president, I'm speaking. I'm speaking, no. vice president. Oh, she did the, the, like, right before I turned into a quote, like, you know, like a black woman head, head movement. Listen, the look I'm on speaking. her, 
Look on <laughs> her face. The look that moms, or let me let me rephrase this. Look that West Indian moms give to kids whenever they go shopping, and they tell you before you go. Now don't go in the store asking me for nothing because I ain't giving you nothing. <laughs> don't try to embarrass me. And then you go and you ask, and they're just like, "I told you, don't ask me for." <laughs> I, listen, I was I was waiting for for Senator Harris to get up and start choking people. I'm gonna be honest with you; she had that look on her face. And what would that have gone with the angry black woman paradigm? That's not but, the negative we're trying to go for. But it would have been hilarious. No, it was funny enough watching um, Biden and and. And what's his face? Trump. There we go. That was fun. I Speaking of Trump. <laughs> speaking of Trump and um, speaking yes. of karma, mm. in previous presidential debate, um, Biden made a comment about how Trump really doesn't care. So he's having all of these parties and these big events. And Trump, you know, who has famously been famous, he has been autistical. Hold on, he's been famous for denying COVID-19 when it first happened. And then he's always downplaying it and saying it's not as bad. Well, mm-hmm. I don't know if, if karma was just waiting around the corner, like, I'm going to give you the biggest audience to make an ass of yourself. Um, if anything, like I said before, I think everything is already predetermined and everything is a strategic chess game move. You feel me? I don't even, if anything, if he actually does have it, he's getting this false sense of euphoria from the steroids he's on. So he thinks he feels okay. Or what's up? You know, it's funny you should say that. And um, that's you know, what I. Well, no, the, the thing is, you don't seem to be the only one that is, that is uh, skeptical about President Trump's illness. It's sure that he's probably lying about something else? Well, because it's MO, I mean. Well, there's a lot of conjecture. Um, some people are saying that he's not really sick. He's using um, the coronavirus as a way to distract us from everything else that's going on. And let's be perfectly... Let's be Go ahead. It's, been, it's been proven. There's a lot going on in the world today, but no one seems to care because all that's running on the news headlines is, you know, President Trump's, you know, has coronavirus and this is how he's doing. But they're also not even um, releasing his prior negative tests or any type of medical information so that the American people could know how their, their quote unquote leader is doing. Because, I mean, I think it matters. Well, the how doctor that did is doing the the doctor did the press release obviously was not was, prepared to answer questions yeah no he was a not a i don't know if he was afraid he just didn't know how to lie consistently for as long as he was in front of the cameras yeah, med school did not prep him for that one <laughs> it didn't at all but at, like i said everything is just um a planned political game at the end of the, you have to say the correct thing just enough to get people on your side so as far as Trump and his coronavirus, he's like, okay, you guys want what another stimulus check after the election check um, vaccine? Look, I'm doing so much better. If the president could do it, so can you guys? Yeah, I fucked up. Didn't wear a mask. I got it allegedly. And look, I'm gonna beat it with these steroids, which will give anybody the fake feeling that they're doing all right. Oh, you, I got know, 
you know, it's crazy. That actually, that brings us to the second um, uh, conspiracy that everyone's saying. A lot of people are saying he does have the, the, the coronavirus, but a lot of them were saying was that, oh, he has had it for a while now, or more importantly, he may not have it. And he's using this as an excuse so he can say, hey, I took the, um, the, 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 or the vaccine whatever. and now I'm good so that he can feel like, so he can seem to be the, uh, the, the president that saved the world from the big bad pandemic. Well, in addition to that, also um, make money because that's what he wants to do. Like he already has deals made with with um, medical companies and making vaccines, this, that, and the third. And at the end of the day, everybody's doing what they need to do to just get just enough people in line to want to get a vaccination, to make that money and to get reelected again. So they could do what they want to do and have this fascist, like militant, totalitarian concept. You know, and and the 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 third (laughs) the third thing is people are saying, oh, he has coronavirus, and it couldn't have happened to a better person. (laughs) Some people are happy that he may have it. I'm not gonna even wish anything ill on people. That's for karma. That's for that lady, that beautiful lady karma. Like, I don't even think he could submit to the virus. So, like, even if he's doing shitty, I saw that deep breath he took during his photo op. Right after he got home from the hospital to do his uh, photo op. I'm doing so great after the hospital. I'm working in the Oval Office today. He's already in the office, like possibly, not even possibly, definitely contaminating the White House. You're not supposed to be working. You're supposed to quarantine yourself. But- well, here is the big thing. Here's, here's a big story. I, I, people are talking about this. They're saying that um, prior to Trump being... I guess, tested positive or better yet prior to them releasing the information that he was positive. They were saying that one of the white house staff was positive and he knew about it. He knew that he could possibly be infected. And yet he still went forward with having his, um, his, uh, donation, um, party. I think it was called, uh, it was. He, Are you he talking still, about the, um, in the flower yard or the, the yeah, whatever? yeah. He, he that, also went forward with having the debate. And from what I understand, he didn't let um, uh, Joe Biden or his team know about it. So they were kind of all walking into a really risky situation. And that is one of the things uh, Senator Harris brought up. She was like, Trump really doesn't seem to give a shit about anyone but himself because he knew that this might have been a possibility. And rather than taking the opportunity to warn people, he was telling people to suppress their, their, their positive results and keep it on the low. He is verbatim a psychopath slash sociopath. The only thing he cares about is himself. He will never submit or be wrong to anything. So like, this is something else he gave, he's given himself the facade. I have triumphed. I've triumphed over this too. Just to, like I said, get the votes for the people. He knows he's not doing good in the political realm, like realm at the moment. Do you know it. what I find crazy? What? I find it crazy that um, there's a law that if you know or you, you, you think that you may have a, a disease that put other people's life at risk and AIDS. you decide to withhold that from them, say, for example, you had AIDS. And mm-hmm. you slept with someone unprotected, knowing you had AIDS. That is technically considered murder. That is illegal. Right, right? Did Sorry. this with you know hundreds of people's lives with a highly infectious disease that can be transmitted by just being in the same area. 
I'm curious to see what are going to be the repercussions of this, especially if they found out that, yes, he absolutely knew that there might be a chance he had it prior to this. It wasn't even um, only that that they were talking about. They were also expressing that within the White House, he's also gotten a lot of the admirals and generals um, are also infected that they know of. So at this point, our military is weak because of someone lying to themselves or lying about the coronavirus and how they handled it, which Kamala Harris, um, she also really addressed that during the debate, how horribly he's handled the coronavirus and he's doing it right now. The military that he loves so much, he's weakening. The generals and admirals are out now having to quarantine. And then there's one of that's out of the country or out of the state, excuse me. And they don't know whether he's positive or negative yet. So that's going to be another cluster of, of people that are, are infected. You know, she, um, Senator Harris also made a, a good point. Um, she was saying that when Trump and Pence found out about the coronavirus, they kept it quiet. Now, yeah. Pence reply was, yes, we did because we wanted the. We the, didn't uh, want the American to be worried yeah they didn't want you to panic which i get which i completely understand but at the end of the day you took away the choice from people had you put this out there at that point that hey this is a thing and we're asking everyone to self-quarantine then that may have been that that may have helped better what kamala harris was stating was that you guys had no plan you just kind of hid it from the public because you figured it'd be the best thing to do you know and then she definitely did. And then the moderator asked, well, there was, um, the, the moderator did ask, she said, well, there is a point where people are asking, you know, Trump and his camp want people to quarantine and stay safe, but yet you guys aren't. Why are you, you know, portraying a message that you don't really follow? And he didn't really have an answer for that. Okay, what he said was the president's job never, he, I mean, I'm paraphrasing here. But he basically mm-hmm. said the president's job never stops. And people, are, people choose, you know, they chose to do the right thing. But it's kind of like, so basically, in Florida, what, no one chose to do the right thing. Most people still don't believe coronavirus is a thing. What he expressed was that the president has pretty much more important things to do. And he's fine. Okay, American people, fend for yourself. That's kind of what I gathered from it. Other than, you know, just deflecting a whole question. Because that's political strategy as well, done by both of them. But as far as the way he um, addressed that, I was like, so pretty much you're saying you left the American people to fend for themselves. You left them with questions, uncertainty. I mean, me, myself, I was super careful. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to address it, how to be safe from it. I was just like, you know, let me just stay in the house. So that's what they did. They said, fuck the American people. I mean, but I mean, let's let's call a spade a spade. That's what most of the one percent do. At the end of the, if a pandemic closes down the rest of the world and we have to still work to pay our bills, they have enough finances to where they can sit in their house, still live comfortable. In fact, still live more than comfortable. But that's why the people need to speak for themselves. They need to go out there and vote. I know we have like the lesser of two evils in this situation. It's like we probably really don't like either side. A lot of people feel that way. Um, eh, that's uh, it's like what, what can we do at this point there's nothing beyond this it's, we gotta see what happens we have to go out there and vote definitely but as far as 
politics. It's a game to be played, and we're going to watch the rest of this entertainment because it's great reality television. It really well. Well, the last presidential debate was great reality television. This one was. The fly. Dude, keep telling you to come back to The Fly. He had a whole two minute debut. He was famous. Hey, listen, everyone's trying to find their come <laughs> up, man. Everyone trying to find their come up. Yo, pretty soon you, you're going to see that fly on. Uh, on loving hip hop, he gonna be he gonna be dropping a mixtape. <laughs> a new mixtape. <laughs> hey, dude. No, but one thing I did see last night was um, a level of sexism, like the fact that there was the energy of like, okay, you're in this space. Even though um, Mike Pence welcomed Kamala in a, a relatively respectful way, but there was still an energy like, I need to demand respect as a woman. And I and you can see that like the 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 gender roles, even within politics. Did you notice that at all? You know, at one point, my my wife did point out. She said, "Listen, I know we're watching the same debate, but I don't know. To me, as a woman, I kind of feel like the moderator is trying to hush Kamala more. Like she is trying to she she's being more assertive with her than she is with with exactly. With and I'm that's. For more than one reason, we know that, but also probably because both women in the room felt like they were equal enough to check each other, right? And then with the male energy, whatever level of energy it is, it's supposed to be more dominant and kind of like a hush thing. Like he's not respecting anything the moderator has to say, but in that that room, there was still a demand for respect on, on everyone's behalf, would you say? I want to touch one more topic. Uh, con- concerning this whole debate, and then we're gonna move wrap move this it. up. No, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, we're gonna we go like Dave Chappelle. So wrap it up, wrap it up, B. Wrap this. I know it's dry, it's but dry. I, but no. Um, the one thing I do want to point out is there was a question that she asked about about um the the presidential health, and she was saying, "Hey, you know, did you?" She asked Pence first, "Did you and?" And uh, President Trump sit down and discuss what would you do if he happens to become incapacitated? Like he's getting older in age. The, these two candidates are going to be the two oldest presidents to ever take office, ever. Which, which is why the VP debate was so important because that's possibly who's going to be president. But the thing is, and I, I, I will say I'm kind of disappointed, neither of the two of them had a real straight answer to it. They both kind of was like, ah, shit. Well, uh, I trust my president. None of them answered the question. Well, that's only that's a smart political thing to do. Like you, it is that you cannot answer in a political fashion, though. But it's kind of like ask, etiquette. Hmm? Let me ask you a question. You know, and, and this is this is strictly based on opinion. Okay. At this point, we've seen presidents that give us. That blow smoke up our ass. Just let me let me just call it what it is. <laughs> yeah, they they they'll blow smoke up your ass. They'll piss in your Cheerios and tell you it's milk. Like they do all kind of shady things. At the end of the day, would you prefer to to vote for one of these two presidents, or say you had a third party who was like, "Yes, I've done some shit in my past. I am not perfect. I've made mistakes." No, definitely. Here yeah. it is. Huh? I would prefer the I would prefer the latter, definitely, because back to that is giving people a choice, allowing people to determine what it is that they want to do. Free will. Back to free will. It's like, do I want to fuck with you or do I want to fuck with you? 
do I want to not, you know, mess with either one of you? The I think the American people deserve that that decision, which is why I felt like they should not have gone around questions like Kamala. She also dodged the um, like loading of the Senate seats. She did. She she dodged that question, but so did so did um Biden. What's it not Biden? Pence. Pence, that guy. Yeah. My, go. I'm sorry. Go ahead. That was it. I mean, I think this is a wrap. <laughs> it is, man. I, I just, at the end of the day, I feel like I prefer someone that ran for president. But like, look, this is what I did. At least I'm being upfront with you about this. You know my shit. These guys are doing shit behind back you don't even know about. And that's my thing with a lot of these politics now. You don't know what they're about. They hide the truth and they give you half truths. And then when they get into government, then it's a whole separate story. See, that's, that's, that's people's issue because the information is out there. It's called going research for it. You understand what I'm saying? I'm saying both of them have things in their past and their track records that not everyone will agree with. Like Kamala, she's the reason like a lot of black men are in prison today for like a little bag of weed. You understand what I'm saying? Like there's things that both of them have done. It's like, give me, I understand what you were saying about giving a person the opportunity to know what you did in the back in the past and give me the choice. I said, if I want to move forward with you, but what is this? This is a chess game of what? politics (laughs) it's politics it's a game it's a big ass game they're playing with people's lives hey like women needs to have a choice what well good talk and since we were talking about women and their choices women (laughs) we're gonna we're gonna jump topics to women and their choices for a few minutes here hmm let me hear you go with this here's where we're gonna go with this Women have their choices. Women have their preferences, right? Here is my thing, and this, this is my question to you. Why does it seem like women can have their preference? Because I've been told many a times, oh, man, you're too short for me. And I'm 5'9". Granted, in today's standards, yes, I am short. But I'm old as shit as well. When I was coming up, 5'9 was considered tall. It was considered average height. Okay, don't lie to people. Average. Right. Can I have this? Who hurt you? Can I have this? Can I <laughs> no, have this? God me. damn. Anyway. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, 5'9 was tall to average back in my day. But I've been told many times, hey, you're too, you're too short. And I got that. I understand you have your preference. But I have also been looked at as a misogynist and a woman hater and an asshole for telling females when they've asked me, hey, I'm sorry, you're too, you're too big. You know? Okay. Or, or when guys say, you're too dark skin. Okay. I mean, so I get wh- So why is it that women can have their preference? Why is it women can prefer a taller guy or a guy with a fat bank account, but guys can't prefer a lighter skinned woman or a thin woman? Why is it when we prefer things, it's body shaming or it's um it's colorism. <laughs> I, I want an answer. Who Listen, hurt I want, you? I want an answer. First of all, my this. guy. Listen, my guy. Who hurt you? Bring it down a notch. Listen. Obviously, hey, obviously, I've been told these things before, and it hurt you. It did, and I want. I want to get to the bottom of it. In fact, you know what? Not only me. I know there are plenty of guys that want to get to the bottom of this. 
First of all, Cat Williams said it the best. This is esteem of your motherfucking self, bitch. Ooh. Okay? Ooh. This is esteem. How you feel about you is the, <laughs> is the most important. Is the most important. But I understand where you're coming from. Like, like, I'm always objective with my thought process. I get it. I'm a tall, chocolatey woman. Okay? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold that thought. Let me just let me just pause you right there and just say really quick, you look amazing today. Thank you. You look okay. outrageous. Thank you. But with that being said, just because I appreciate that compliment, but society may not see it that way. I grew up probably thinking, oh my God, I'm not that cute because five foot five with brown eyes and caramel complected was what society looks for. People have their preferences. One person, one girl might like them five foot nine with locks and tat tat the fuck up. You understand what I'm saying? With the with the five head. No. <laughs> Listen, I'm in a good mood today. But no, you're handsome, Dex. Relax. Oh, yeah, relax. Take the compliment. Take it. Take it, baby. I, that right? was a backhanded ass compliment. I mean you cute for an ugly guy. All models have a big forehead. Okay. It's a call an exotic look. <laughs> no? Am I wrong? But back to that. No, I think that people are allotted their own preference. I think that people are a lot of it, a lot of their period. Well, listen. And because no, that. it's just like some people prefer personalities versus physical habit. Like you have to also think about society and, and history. Okay. The lighter you are, the easier you get by. So that's one thing that people look for. The taller and more more bravado you look, more masculine, more like you could save me or protect me. That's what a, a, a woman's genetics is made to think of. Protecting the family. What? Real Good quick, real quick. Big babies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, listen. My, my thing is, I understand that you go off of, you know, what you see. It's kind of like, oh, he's taller. If I have a child with him, my child is going to be tall and be able to protect. But I've seen some tall and some big dudes that can't fight for shit, for no, one. No, that's definitely right. That's what I'm saying. It's also about knowledge. People have to look at genetics, man. And more importantly, we have guns nowadays. I don't need to learn how to fight anymore. People shoot each other for nothing. The bull with the violence, okay? Well, no, no, no. The gun has the power, not the person behind and, it. And, and, that, and that's my point. That's my point. The whole genetics thing, oh, he's tall. He could protect me. It don't mean nothing because you could be, you could be 6'3". I could be, you know, 4'11". I could be a, a little person and still hold the tech the same way. Listen, it just means that people are shallow. And they yeah. also take, wait, no, they also take other people's opinions for this really big value. And that doesn't matter. It's just what you like. I like what I like. Period. You understand? But that's why people could, it's, I don't think like. it's, it, I don't think it, stop. I don't think, <laughs> I don't think what one person chooses is more <laughs> than the other. I like intelligence. I'm still a sapiosexual. So whether you're a smart boy or a smart girl, intelligence turns me on period speak with intelligence and some common motherfucking sense hey okay hey right. listen listen yeah. 
Right. All, all I'm saying, listen, I, I get it. Everyone is very much entitled to their own to their own preference. And I am completely fine with that. All I want to know is why is it when women make their choice, it's preference. When guys make their choice, we're being assholes. Why can't we choose? Hey, I you know what? I've seen there's been plenty of occasions where famous guys have been shamed or berated because they date white women or light skinned women. See that, but that that that's it's not different. Excuse me. me Exactly. Thank you. It's it's not different. But no, but that's what I'm saying. And society and and people's paradigms have made things this way. What's better? But what's better? People have realized like love is love. But I'm asking. Oh, I like this, or this will get me into a different part of society that I've been wanting all my life. Okay. Somebody with good credit. But I'm asking you as a woman, you may not have to ask this because apparently, as we've all noticed, you are a different breed, which I applaud, yes, I by the way. But the, the, the question remains the same. Why is, it, why is it that when it's a woman, it's preference, it's choice, it's I can choose what I, I want. Women, it's I don't know. Oh, you're a pig. Oh, you're body shaming. Oh, you're fat shaming. Oh, you're this or you're that. Like at the end of the day, like you said, it's all about preference and I feel like I feel like if I decide, hey, I'm a small guy. I don't want a big girl. I shouldn't be made feel. I shouldn't have you to be shamed because of that. That is my you choice. Be, but then, but then there are different body types. A person might have a naturally thicker body type. They might get shamed for that. Someone else, like Ma, has an hourglass shape. I was born with that, but I might get berated by someone else for that. People need to what back the fuck off. And, and just fucking be already. What? I'm not going to lie to you. The only thing I've ever heard about my body type is, oh, I hate you. You know, you were born with a six pack. You do five sit-ups and you're in perfect shape. I hate you, you know. And then, also, was, and then I was told by that one girl that, you know, I'm too short. And I'm not going to lie. It hurt me. It hurt me deep. I felt bad. I actually, I, I, I went back. I went back to my barracks room and I went to sleep. I was done for the night. Oh, you should have did some more push-ups. And, was, and you know, was even, hold on, hold on. You know what was even worse about it? She was like four eleven herself. So when you're that short and you're telling me that I'm too short, it's kind of like. First of all, she had a Napoleon complex that was self-hate on the inside. And they felt, you know, more. I think that's what that was. Don't, don't, don't I'm worry going to it. tell you her reasoning behind it. And before I say this, let me give everyone a warning. PG-13, please. Air muffs on the children. Her, her, her response to me was... I'm scared. She said, I've come to realize that, you know, taller guys have bigger dicks. <laughs> the ignorance aggravated me so much. I was like, yeah, I'm done with this conversation. You have a good night, though. You have a good... Thank you for telling me I'm too short, though. But thank you. I, I'm, I'm uh, it's skinny, niggas. She should have. <laughs> no, you didn't find that funny. Aw. Listen, but no, it's really skinny niggas um, that tend to. However, that's still a genetics call. She was just ill-advised and, and not informed. Misinformed. Thank you. But not again, in- oh, she like just said, was not informed at all. She didn't want to go find any information. Like, like I said, listen, um, I just kind of feel like, I just kind of feel like, 
This whole shaming, this whole shaming and cancel society needs to stop. If I choose to be with a woman that is white, it's not because I like white women. It may just be because I liked her personality. Personality. But people don't see that because this is a, a, a community, a society, a world in the United States that has been built off of race wars for fucking eons. And that's all that humans can see because that's what they... Look up to now, like we're still talking about racism and politics and and and, and white supremacy and all of this wonderful stuff. <laughs> Race has been such a, a primitive thought in human community for so long. Why is I'm sorry? This hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I got it. I got it. I I have to stop what you're saying real quick. Please hold on to that thought. I just no. got a text. I just got a text message that I feel like you would find funny. Break it down. So. During the debate last night, I, I did want to talk about this. They asked about abortion and they asked Mike, Mike Pence, hey, you're against abortion. If the new um, uh, justice is put into court and she and she outlawed and she makes the abortion to a point to where states get to choose, what would you want your state to do? And he didn't yeah. specifically give an answer. He did say he was pro-choice, but he didn't give an answer. So I just got a text with a, with a, uh, <laughs> a Twitter post that says, if that fly laid eggs in Mike Pence's hair, he better fucking carry them to full term. Facts and then pay child support. Bro, that is possibly the funniest meme I have seen for the day, the night. The I, week. It's hilarious. It is funny, but I'm still a female and I, I'm just tired of certain things being what? You're a female, and I'm going to say this real quick, and I, don't, I honestly don't care who, who feels a type of way about it. I am pro-choice. Your body, your choice. You know? And that's I just, I'm tired of wasting time, though, in politics about things. that There's so many more things that are that much more important that need to be addressed. Not that, um, what you call it, women's, women's rights are not important, but it, it's the people who are making these laws and making decisions for everyday people is not cool. I don't even know why that is in debate. Separation period. I will say it to you this way, and then I'm going to stop talking about this topic because this shit is depressing. Yeah, it is. <laughs> at the end of the day, you, we grew up in the same time. Remember at one point when abortions were a thing that people had to worry about, Females were doing it in their own bathroom. They were going to back alley doctors, doing it in alleyways. And they were dying. Not just the, the children, but the mothers were dying. At the so end of the day... A horrible road to go down because now we're going to go back into health care. At the, the end of the day, people are going to do what they want to do. And the best thing for you to do to protect people's lives is give them a safe way to do it. Exactly. And enough so about that. And... And back to, to y'all shaming me for saying I don't like fat girls or I just, you no, know, no, 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 even that. Are you shaming for how do you say that I would prefer a person who's um, of athletic built or physically fit or just has a fat ass? Or do you say, no, I don't like fat girls because you know that's a personal. You bring up an interesting point. I am glad you said that. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. we going to have a conversation now. Here's my thing. It is okay for females to say, you're too short for me, or I like tall guys. That is socially acceptable. But if I say some shit like, oh, I don't date fat bitches, I'm an asshole. Mm-hmm. Please, yeah. please explain to me why. Why is it you can flat out tell me I'm a midget, 
or excuse me, I'm sorry, or I'm a, a, a little person in your right. eyes, uh-huh. but I can't say, hey, you are too chunky for me. Oh, I wish there weren't double standards. I'm 5'11". Mm. Okay? I am 5'11". Period. A lot of people are like, you're too tall. Or like, if you were any taller, I would not date you. Does that? But I'm still the same me. I deserve love too. Listen. Why is it that you're... I think, it's the way that you, I think it's the way that it's said, though, at the end of the day. like. But yeah. either way, it does hurt one's feelings. For anyone yeah. that's watching or listening, Esther is a tall drink of beautiful. So, but but no 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 no. I I do that that double standards is absolutely it's crap. And and it you know and, and, and that's that's the state we are in now, where people can tell each other certain things boldly and blatantly, but yet when that other group says the same thing, it's all of a sudden, oh my god, you're being insensitive. I don't know. You're right. It's just like at the end of the day, I'm, 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 I wish that people would just be open, but be politically correct when they do so. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but no, 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 you're, you're absolutely right. I do kind of feel like that double standards is, yeah, it just, it, it, set, it sets, it sets an unfair. It says where we are as a human race. That's what it does. It says where we are mentally as a human race. It does, but it also sets a bar that no one can ever, ever hope to, 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 to achieve because at the end of the day, now I feel like as a woman, you can say whatever you want to me and it's accepted because you're a woman, but as a man, I can't say whatever I want. Now I do understand that at one point we do have to kind of be careful the way we say things. I just feel like the freedom to say things needs to be there. I should not be shamed for feeling a certain type of way, but yet it's okay for you to feel the exact same type of way on a, on a, on a different category. Just like how females don't want to be judged for their, 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 their lack of weight or having too much weight or their, their, their being too short or they being too tall or being too light or being too dark. Mm-hmm. I should not be be shamed mm. for the same thing. I shouldn't be shamed for being too short or tall or, or anything like that. I should be. Bro, no, no, no. See, at the end of the day, it's not even about being shamed. It's about people understanding that their opinion does not motherfucking matter to someone else. And they should take all of that energy and focus and look at themselves and see what it is that they want to fix. Cause a lot of the times when, when people speak with, without any sensitivity, and their voice is because they've never been or they've been hurt to the point where they're lashing out and saying things that are insensitive to other people. Because everyone has insecurities. But then you miss out. You might miss out on an amazing opportunity. And an amazing person. Definitely. Definitely. I've definitely. legitimately known females in the days that I've tried to like hit on and they're like, no, nah, I'm good. And we've remained friends. And then they sit down and complain about ain't shit ass dudes treating them like like shit. And it's kind of like, well, I would have treated you slightly better. <laughs> if you had spoken to me first. That brings me to another concept. If women definitively spoke up first, would there be more relationships? I'm going to have you hold that thought and I'm going to get another beer because we're going to talk about this. Oh, Lord have mercy. <laughs> Okay, I'm back. So listen, 
we, um, I have a fridge in here. You know, don't judge me. I'm sorry. You drink? Are you drinking water out of a bullet? <laughs> sorry, I'm the biggest container I can have in my house. Uh, so listen. I will tell you, you know what? I do, I do agree. I do feel that, um, yes, yes. If women did speak up a little more, there mm-hmm. would be more relationships. And I say that because I go to the gym all the time. Um, I go to the gym at least three days out of the week. Right. I go at about five in the morning. And whenever I go there, roughly about an hour in, this young lady comes in. Uh-huh. And I'm not going to sit down and, and, and I'm not going to hold you. She's, she's pretty. She, 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 she takes care of her stuff. Let me just put it that way. Right? Mm-hmm. And I've been meaning to ask her for the past couple of days, hey, you know, do you, like, are guys intimidated to come and speak to you? Because yeah. I would imagine at a certain point, people are be. I mean, I'm pretty sure you faced it where guys are intimidated to come and talk to you. I don't know why. I'm a gentle giant. But you okay. look, you have resting bitch face, which I get, hold on, let me, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, which is a sexist thing and people shouldn't say that. Rest in no, bitch. Not I cool. live in New York. I'm sorry? To, I live in New York. What do you want me to smile on the train? No, listen, first of all, you can't smile because people so, ask me for As money. a guy, as a guy, if I was on the train and you were like, I'd be like, hey, penis? You see, just, that's the problem right there. Not a conversation. You want me to keep it? I'm being honest with you. But no, here, here's my thing. Here's my thing. Um, Guys are intimidated by females. See, you forgot the whole thought because you was thinking with your other head. Listen, my guy, that is why resting bitch face is a thing. I just think it's a woman who looks serious. I'm looking serious. There's nothing to smile about right now. Resting bitch face is a cruel circle of unhappiness. I know you don't understand what I mean when I say that, but let me put it to you this way. You are sick of being looked at as 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 an object. You were sick of being looked at or used for vagina, and that's it, which is absolutely fair and warranted, and I get that completely. I don't argue that, not even a little bit. Mm-hmm. So then you walk down the street with that face like, okay, look, I don't want no dude that isn't willing to come and talk to me looking like this. He can talk to me anyway because he ain't about shit. But then I mean, sometimes you'll have some of these meek guys, some of the guys who will treat you right, who's like, she is so pretty, but I'm afraid to go talk to her because... I'm afraid that she's stuck up or mean or she's going to embarrass me. Because you know what? As a guy that was in one time a very, very shy person, I've approached females on the train to be embarrassed in front of a train full of people. I have a resolution. No, I have, it's not fair. I have a resolution. You want to know what it is? Not even, not for you. I'm not trying to be, no. Read a book. Be further informed before you go and embark on something you know nothing about because people who know about a topic tend to expand upon it more meaning you see a young lady you want to talk to her don't come with oh shorty you bad you fine or grab her hand you're invading people's personal space have something of, of, of common motherfucking sense to talk about and then maybe perhaps Guys wouldn't get shot down so frequently. Let me tell you a story because I'm, I'm glad you said that. People, period, not just guys, but we are both, people. We're, we're both New Yorkers. Uh-huh. You remember when Lugs came out? DJ yes. Clues Boots? Lugs yeah. were kind of popular for a while. Not everyone kind of 
dug them, but they weren't they weren't bad. Yeah, I don't remember those. They never took part. They never took place of Timberlands, but okay. they were something. Now, listen, when I was coming up in high school, I am uh-huh. not going to lie to you. I had a little bit of money. I'm not going to tell you how I got that money, but I had. Nobody's business. Let's go. No incrimination. Moving forward. I had a little bit of money. So um, I don't know if you remember when the uh, when the great Timberlands first came out. I literally bought them the night they came out. Now, if you remember, the Great Timbs came out like two weeks after the Black Timberlands came out. I was in middle school, but I do remember because they matched my uniform and yeah. I had so much I want them. So when I bought, so I had the Black Timberlands, I had the Blue Timberlands, and I had the Gray Timberlands. Most Ooh. people couldn't afford to get the Gray Timberlands right after the Black Timbs came out. Apparently, oh. I could. So I got them. I had, I had all three colors. Mm-hmm. So because I, um, you know, at, at that point, I didn't have the, uh, the waterproofing spray. Okay. So I happened to have a pair of lugs that I would literally bought like two weeks. Like I was buying shoes a lot when I was a teenager. I was dumb. I was just spending money. Okay. I bought a pair of lugs. Now the yes. lugs were leather, so you could wear them. They were patent leather. You could wear them anywhere. Rain, sleet, snow, whatever. Okay. I used Pat to be leather too. Huh? Another keep going. Okay. I used to DJ, so I had went with my homeboy down, down to, downtown to Beach Street, and we had bought we had bought a coffin and we bought like fifty new records. So Pause. where was this going? I want to know where the where the patent leather and the lux because going. it was snowing. It was snowing, so I didn't want to get my my suede Timberlands messed up. It's not right. Because even though even though lugs were expensive, they were they were like leather. I don't give a shit about lugs. They're not Timberlands. Okay, so wait, a shorty wouldn't talk to you because you had so lugs on. On the way back, we were on the train, and this girl was looking at me. So my home was like, "Yo, bro, go talk to her." And I'm like, "Ah, you know what? Sure, I had my braids and everything. I was I I was dressed nice, like I had money, so, so it was no was issue." Uh-huh. I walk over to her. Shorty looked down at my at my boots, Ooh. and proceeded to roast me. I'm not for that because I've never been that kind of chick. I never understood. Like, I had little girlfriends in school, and they'd be like, oh, I always look at niggas' shoes first and see what type, you know, see if he's one game. I'm like, what? Like, not hello, hi, hi. So I don't understand that, but I, I do realize that that's a, a girl thing to look at somebody's shoes, especially a New York woman. Like, yo, is his kicks popping? Like, does he keep them clean? But, see, but, but here's the thing. Here's the funniest part of that story. She roasted me on a crowded train so yes i i created i had a complex of approaching females after that and I'm she sorry. saw me i remember I, I, I remember her face she literally mm. saw me on the same train i want to say about two weeks later this day it happened to be a sunny day it wasn't snowing i had my fresh gray tims on like i was looking fresh and of course she approached me and i was like no you really you didn't know me two weeks ago when i was wearing the lugs you know, you saw I had a coffin. You saw I was doing reckless shit, so I didn't care about the shoes. But now, all of a sudden, I got Tim's on. Now you want to talk to me? Listen. At the end, immaturity. I'm sorry. Immaturity. But see, but that's 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 my thing. What females walk around making it seem like they're the only ones that've been that's been hurt in the past. No, you you aren't. You're not the only person that's been. I feel like shit. somebody's hurt you. I think that people on a whole. I just told you who hurt me. Yeah, but you're talking about females specifically. You saying a lot of women this, but like there's a lot of damaged men walking around. And that and that and, that, and see, but that's my there's point. Damage- 
people, period. Mm-hmm. And that's my point. There are damaged men. When it comes to resting bitch face, you have to understand a lot of us will be afraid to approach females with rest, especially beautiful females, because it's kind of like, yo, she will never go for me. On top of that, she looks mean as shit. So why embarrass myself? So yes, if females did decide to shoot their shot, I can guarantee you, excuse me, I'm sorry, there would be more relationships. Or, or there would be more single moms in the world because guys ain't shit. Thank you. All right. I, okay. Listen, you want the truth. No, I'll leave it right there. I respect that. No, for real. I respect. I don't know. People ain't shit. People need to have some kind of morals and standards, man. Um, we, we, don't, we, we don't have morals and standards. If you want to be perfectly honest, people no. are all about themselves. And that is a terrible, terrible way to go about things. Which will bring us back to the presidential debate. And Trump is all about himself. I do not want to talk about Agent Orange longer. <laughs> now, I'm messing with you, man. All right, whatever. No, I get you. But to speak about that, the next topic we are going to touch is... Um, have you ever seen that show, uh, My, My 600-Pound Life? Yes, yes, I have. So let me ask you a question as a woman. Okay. And of course, I'm going to put the ball in your court because I want to put you on the spot. Okay. If your significant other gains a massive amount of weight, would you be selfish for leaving him or her or her? Excuse me. (laughs) (laughs) This is out of painfulness. Okay. Hold on. Is this your wife or husband? Husband or wife? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It does. It does not. It does. It does not. It does on in this society. I don't really give a fuck about wedding papers and documents and legal documents, but it does matter. Please explain why. Well, one with with weddings and and, and husband and wife ship, that's a legal contractual binding agreement. So when people, I'm not married, but when you get married, I'm pretty sure they say through sickness and health, so death do us part for better. We're all of the wonderful buttery bullshit. Listen, okay. So when you do oh, that, for that right. <laughs> so when you do that in front of the Lord, that is a different kind of and and you sign the legal document. That is a different kind of um, agreement and binding agreement. Now, if that is your significant other, like you just boyfriend and girlfriend, girlfriend and girlfriend, boyfriend and boyfriend, whatever you are. That depends on how far or deep into the relationship you are, I would think. And that also has to deal with your personal, what's the word am I thinking about? Like decorum, like your values. There we go. Your values and your standards. Am I the person that would just dump a person because they look differently? Will I try to work with them to get them to a healthier state? Do they want to be on a healthier state. And if we are on two different paths, I tried my best and I'm going to move above and beyond this situation. So that's my answer. I'm going to leave you. If you don't want to try to make yourself healthier so that I could be with you longer. If I love you like that, if you want to be like the people on the show who have that, that addiction to food because they've been hurt and they're not looking for any level of therapy. And that's what they want to do. I can't be there with that. That that's different. I could try as hard as I can. People who know me know I would try until those wheels fall off, or until I'm motherfucking tired. 
but that's it. <laughs> Since you're a sapiosexual, uh-huh. what if they have a great personality, but they just don't give a shit and gain 500 pounds? Like I said, being healthy is important. And if I love you, like if I give a fuck about you and I want to be, I want you to be around for a long period of time and I'm expressing to you, because I actually am this person. I'm always telling people around me that I care about like healthier ways to eat, switching up their diet because I care about them and I want them around longer. So if a person that I love does not want to make any adjustments, we have to go our separate ways. There's nothing about it. I'm going to watch you die. I've co-signed that because I have, uh, whenever I go to New York, I'm pretty much live at Esther's house. And let me tell you, if she don't stop talking about this goddamn Tongan water, I'm going to lose my mind. First of all, it's Tongan water and it's just alkaline water. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. It's my body. Like, you know, for health purposes, because I want to live longer and keep all of this that my mom and my dad gave me, you know? Um, I'm going to be a crotchety old asshole. So I'm pretty sure the world doesn't no, want me. To live I don't want to be the person who sucks in sugar. I want to, you know, put things that are healthy to my body. So yes, I do like oxygenated water because our body needs oxygen to do all of those processes and metabolize, you know, sequences that we need. But, um, but no, uh, back, back to what you were saying there. I've had the conversation oh. with, with, with people and they've asked me, hey, would you leave so-and-so if they gained? And I'm like, absolutely. I would. Yes, I absolutely. You see how you said that with such bravado? Like, absolutely. Why do you have to say it like that? Because it's the truth. Would you prefer me lie and stroke your ego? Like, at the end of the but day. The way you said that to others, listen, would sound like you never gave a fuck from Jump Street. And you know what? And that's fine. If you choose to take it that way, that's on you. Here is my thing. And it's just kind of like you said. You choose mm-hmm. not to, to make you. It's choices. Mm-hmm. Now, here's my thing. If I'm going to use you as an example. Say mm-hmm. we got together tomorrow, right? Uh, you're married. No, no, no. I'm just saying. Say, say, say I wasn't with New York and we got together tomorrow, right? And... And you decided to, you know what? I got me a man now. I don't need to, like, I'm going to enjoy my life. And you decide to start eating and living comfortable. You gain 20 pounds, I'm cool. You gain 30 pounds, you gain 100 pounds, I'm cool because I love you for who you are. But at some point, we have children and, you know, you've already gained 300 pounds and the doctor says, hey, your life is on the line. Or not even, let's let's say you gain, let's say you gain, 70 pounds and the doctor says hey your life is on the line yeah i'm gonna i feel like at that point if you chose to not Mm -hmm. give a shit about that Mm -hmm. and you are forcing me and your children to watch you eat yourself to death you don't love us you don't and why should i be stuck sitting around with someone who doesn't love me who wants me and my kids to watch you die that is a selfish move to make now granted you might say it's selfish for me to leave but at the end of the day when you're gone i have to watch out for these kids which means that i cannot sit there and let them feel like it's okay to stay with someone who obviously cares about their own carnal desires over you know their family how much effort was put in because you made a statement that um the person doesn't love um no 
the person wants to eat and kill themselves over it and they made a decision, but suppose they have that much of a level of hurt within themselves and then them eating and hurting themselves is like a call for help. Then how much work did you put in to try to help them before you was like, I'm not going to just up in this, but Oh, you gained 20 pounds. I'm, I'm gone. I am going to, of course, try to be like, Hey, look, I'm going to, because okay, let me, let me, let me, most people, most of the viewers, I don't know if they know this about me. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I don't eat meat. And I didn't stop eating meat because it's like, Hey, I'm going to stop eating meat. Mm-hmm. My wife said, Hey babe, I want to try not eating meat anymore. So I'm going to stop. That's really romantic too. Cause I understand like if two people in a relationship can't like, you know, share um, goals with each other it sometimes doesn't work. So I think that's beautiful. And so even though I love a good steak, Mm-hmm. I, I, I love a good steak, and, and and the one thing I miss the most is barbecue wings. But regardless, not barbecue. I'm sorry, buffalo wings, buffalo wings. But regardless, the point is, when she made that choice, I said, you know what, we are we are together. I am going to give the same things up, and I'm going to support you. Right. It's about support. Now, if she gained a hundred pounds, I'm not saying I would leave her for that. But if right. she got to a point to where the doctor was like, hey, if you keep gaining weight. You will die. This is not safe for you. And she continuously keeps doing that. Then at some point it's about, it's, it's, it's about being selfish. It's not about, it's not about, Hey, what about my kids and my family? It's about, I want to eat and I'm going to keep eating. No, it's not. That's what I'm saying. Hold on. on. Let me finish. Let me finish. Now I understand that there might be emotional and psychological issues that might make you, that push you towards food. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like I've always said, everyone is hurt. Everyone deals with their own shit. And, it, and if, if we are together, if me and you are in a relationship and you are going through something psychologically that's making you want to eat, if you don't give me an opportunity to help you and try to fix that with you, then you obviously are only thinking about you. Because when you become married to somebody, when you are married... Level of toxicity coming from your end. Suppose that you're not able to see and maybe you've heard um, someone expressing it to you, but you ignored it. And, and since you've been ignoring it, I'm going to eat. How then about that? Tell me. Then put me. Say, say, say hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Then say something like, hey, you know what? I feel like we should go to counseling. Maybe even if, even if, even if you got to be slick about it. Hey, babe, um, I feel like me eating is a psychological thing. So I feel like we should go to counseling. I think it'll help me out. You're looking at, I feel like you're looking at it from a point of view that the person is mentally coherent about what's going on with them. If you've allowed yourself to get to the point of fucking three, four, five, six, seven hundred pounds, there's something wrong. On the flip side. Perhaps. And perhaps somebody may have, maybe you're the kind of person who needs someone to hold your hand through it. Now, do you have to stay? No, I never said that. I'm saying it depends on how much you're invested into the person, yourself, the relationship, as well as, you know, everything around it, if you're thinking about it that way. But in terms just, of just, oh, you nasty, fucking selfish bastard, you're going <laughs> to die by yourself. Just letting you know what this wow. meaning. I'm not going to lie to you. That, that sounded offensive to me. Jesus. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. But hold, so on, but hold on. No, no, no. See, I'm not saying you say something like that. What I'm saying is, hey, look, if you started to gain weight and the doctor says, hey, if you gain 10 more pounds, you'll die. 
I, as a husband or as a boyfriend or as someone, a loved one, is going to say, hey, maybe we should work out together. We should go to the gym. We should go for a walk. We should do this. And if you decide to ignore all of my my chance to help you and still do some messed up shit, then that is on you. You can't feel bad when I choose to say, hey, you know what? I'm going to take myself and my children out of this situation because we don't want to watch you die. But, but I will say on the opposite end of the spectrum, if we're together and you gained 300 pounds, mm-hmm. where the hell was I while you were gaining 300 pounds? Playing video games at work. Out at the bar with the guys. Then that is my fault. (laughs) Then that is my fault. Going the lawn or not home at all. Then that that is my fault. And I would have needed to do better. And at that point, we are both Hmm? See, that's what I'm thinking. I feel like you're not thinking about all the the other things that could have possibly been going on to get people to this this level. Look at this, like look at the world right now. There's nothing but confusion. We don't have any idea. You know, money is tight. Families are like strapped for money. I'm about to I'm about to offend the hell out of you. You know what that sounds like? A goddamn excuse. No, it's not. Let me tell it's, you why. Hold I mean, on. Hold on. Both the hold same on. way. Hold on. Let me tell you why. I personally, like I said, I go to the gym Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Um, usually on Saturdays or Sundays, I used to get up and take my wife's bike and I'd go riding five, you know, five to 10 miles a day. But I, I kind of s- slacked off on that. But at the end of the day, you know what it boils down to? No. Choices. It was the choices. I don't, you think I want to, like most nights, I don't go to bed until 10, 11 o'clock at night, maybe midnight. On nights like tonight, which is a Thursday, my wife gets home at 12, 1 o'clock in the morning, which means I'm going to wait up for her. I'm going to put my kids to bed at like 10 o'clock, and I'm going to wait up for her. And then when she comes in, we'll go to bed, which means I don't get to sleep until maybe 1, 32 o'clock in the morning. But I'm still going to get up at 5 a.m. and go to the gym tomorrow. It's about choices. I don't want to go to the gym. That shit sucks. I hate not getting sleep. And you see what I'm saying? Screw you and your slow clap. <laughs> the point, the thing is, like I said, when it's about choices, bro, I don't want to get up Monday, Tuesday, and, and Fridays at 5 o'clock, especially when I don't go to bed until 11, 12, midnight, 1 o'clock in the morning. That's me getting, I am legitimately functioning off of five to six hours of sleep. A night. Listen, it's not the cards you're dealt. It's how you play the cards that you're dealt. You're right. We're all given the same 24 hours in a day. We have, we made certain choices, which have given us certain environments and lifestyles, whether it be family, marriage, children, jobs, unemployment, whatever, hairstyles, something. We all made choices to get us to the point where we're at. It doesn't make a difference. I just, listen. My personal opinion is just me and people could hate me or love me for this. I just kind of feel like if you were putting me in a, a, a position where I have to watch you suffer or, 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 or put yourself in a bad place and I choose mm-hmm. to go, you can't get mad at me because you know what? That's kind of like me saying it's messed up. If you watch me get addicted to Coke and watch me do Coke six times a day and not leave. 
No, you you say that, but it's the same thing. If I choose, you see, do you see my face though? I, I don't got no patience for that. That I'm gonna leave you. I'm and that's gone. and that's and that's my point. If you choose to put the person you love through that, then that's messed up. At the end I'm of the day, if I'm making you listen, listen, lie, I'm making I'm if, if I'm making you unhappy to the point where you have to eat constantly, then leave. Because at the end of the day, I'd prefer to see you happy and single and sexy than dead. Listen, I've also had jobs, or not jobs, a job specifically that's made me eat myself into obesity. Corporate America. Okay? Wait, okay. I, when were you when you were you obese? Okay, hold on, back up, back, back. When were you obese? This would be from 2012 to approximately 15, 16. No funny. Mm-hmm. When did we meet? Man, like in 2000 and early 2000s, they went like six, seven, eight, 2006. Okay, then I didn't see you for those years. Okay, you, I don't, I don't know. Personally, I feel like you were fine from day one to now. No, that's what I'm saying. I was thick, thick when I met you, but like I was just, I was up there. I got to 269 pounds. Yes. Really? Yeah. I hated that job, but I did it. I ate everything in sight, but I still did my job. <laughs> Look, listen. What? We, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna attempt to wrap this up so we don't get because we're we're we're, know, we're deep. You know, hitting rabbit hole after rabbit hole here. You need to cut it. <sighs> but no, um, look. At the end of the day, I don't want people to say, "Oh, you're a dickhead. You're an asshole." People call me that on a regular basis, and I'm completely fine with that. All I'm saying is it's my personal opinion on just like how if I love you, it is my job to stay with you too thicker, thin, better, or worse. Excuse me. It is your job to not want to make me and our children watch you eat yourself into an early grave. Definitely. That's a Not selfish. It's a, it, it's a selfish decision to make, just like how it's a selfish decision to make for me to leave. At the end of the day, it's all about selfish. We're all selfish in our own way. Yeah. You know, exactly. you just have to be able to accept what kind of selfish you are. And I am very, very, very attuned to my level of selfish. Good job. Hey, listen. Listen, you got to accept your, your shortcomings, man. And again, I've been called worse things. Now, I respect the fact that you acknowledge your shortcomings. It, it, yeah, it is. Listen, acceptance, like, like you know, I'm going to sound like AA real quick, but acceptance is the first form of recovery, the first step to recovery. Oh, yes. All right, bro. But this was a great, uh, a, a great uh, show tonight. Uh, conversation was popping absolutely and let me close off by saying again queen you look amazing thank you i appreciate that you, hey, look you know nice. what real quick for all of my male watchers um do me a favor pull out your phone go walk out in the street and compliment a young lady let them know how amazing they look sometimes that's all they need for a nice boost of confidence. Sometimes people are having a rough day and that little smile is all it takes. It don't hurt you none. You don't lose nothing. Just, you know, mm-hmm. let a young lady know. You look amazing. You're beautiful. 
your hair looks nice. That dress looks nice on you. I love your shoes. Your bag is popping. You know, right. something nice. And yeah, I don't, don't don't say no dumb shit like you got a fat ass, ma. See, I'm just saying because people say shit like that. Mm-hmm. But you know, go go out there and compliment somebody, especially, especially your strong, beautiful black woman. Do me that favor. Do yourself that favor. Do America that favor. Because like my cousin said in this last episode, a scorned woman, with a scorned woman, you get what the hell they decide to give you. Mm-hmm. Happy wife, happy life, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but Joe, yeah, have a great, great, great week and uh, join us again next nice. week on, you know, Complicated Discord. Peace. Peace.